Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of With Love Alexa. Today I have Miriam Slosberg, who is a author, blogger, tarot card and astrologer and mental health advocate. I'm really excited to talk to her because um, all about what she does and how she uses astrology and tarot cards to talk about mental health. Hey Miriam, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you doing, Alexa? Good. Thanks so much for coming on. I'm excited. And thanks for much, so much for having me. Thank of you. Of course. So one of the big things you do is use, like we mm-hmm. kind of mentioned in the intro, but is you use like astrology and like tarot cards to kind of help with aid with mental health. How did you get into all that? Yeah. Well, okay. Now here's the interesting thing. I mean, I, I mean, my, my story is very parallel to those that who have done the same thing, you know, who've uh, struggled and turned to spirituality and tarot, astrology, and anything else that, you know, they're into um, because of having a rough, you know, rough time growing up. And you just kind of wonder why, why does this all happen? You know, why do I have to suffer? And you kind of look at the, you know, there, there's, there's a greater purpose for this. I mean, you know, do things happen for a reason? I think there's a mix of yes and no. I mean, I think it really depends. And some people would be very offended, you know, with, with that question as well, <laughs> which is understandable, which is why I would never ever tell someone who went through something hard, well, it was meant to be because, you know, that that's really not helpful, you know? Right. I mean, I, I'd be pretty upset too, even if there is something behind it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, I kind of turned to that. I mean, I've, you know, I've struggled with depression and um, I've, you know, had some, experienced some hardships, you know, not anything overly unusual, but I've experienced a lot of hardships and, you know, it didn't help my issues with depression and, um, I'm also a depression, like a mental health advocate. I mostly advocate for depression because it is something that it's an illness and people think it's just something you snap out of, which right. you can't. I got a lot of heat for something once when I compared the seriousness of depression to cancer. Yeah, I didn't, okay. I didn't compare both of the, you know, I didn't compare both together because it's like comparing apples and oranges. I said the seriousness, and the thing is, is that people take those who have cancer a lot more seriously than those who have depression. So, so I remember reading that, and I was like, yes, like this is yes, this is exactly what I think too. Because, mm-hmm. like for me, I have chronic pain, mm-hmm. and you don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's just as bad as having cancer. Like mm-hmm. I had chronic pain at. 21 years old from a car Mm. accident and I'm going to have this for the rest of my life Mm. so it's Mm -hmm. just as detrimental it's just as hard and everyone has a story so I remember reading that I thought that was you but I couldn't all of a sudden I like blinked until you said that (laughs) right yeah and I've got I got a lot of heat for that and um I was very careful with how I worded it oh yeah I didn't say they were the same thing but that just shows you that there are so many attitudes towards mental health and depression are terrible. Yep. And you got to get rid of the stigma and it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. And that's the thing. And like, that was with me too. Like I remember that like hit me really hard when I read that, like in a good mm-hmm. way, not um, 
because someone like, like when you walk away from a car accident and mm-hmm. like I had a head injury and I have pain and stuff, but you don't see any of that. It doesn't actually mm-hmm. show up on tests, but like if I would have walked away, like having to get my leg amputated or, mm-hmm. or even just broken a leg, that mm-hmm. is seen as way like more empathetic. Yeah, like, you are way more empathetic to that when it's just as bad. Mm-hmm. Because of anything, sure. it's almost worse having where you can't see anything because all of a sudden you have you're in this pain and there's nothing and like nothing you can do to help. Mm-hmm. But then you're also not believed. Yeah, yeah, and they tell you, "Oh, get over it. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. You know, just change your mindset." Um, all you have to Take do is walk. Think, yeah. And the toxic positivity is just, yeah. just detrimental, but you don't hear that. You don't hear toxic positivity uh, flung towards those who have cancer or visible diseases. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's my problem. That's why I wrote those. And I've, I've wrote, I've written a few pieces like that. So I did get a lot of flack for it. Um, and I knew I would. And the thing is, if you're trying to break stigmas, you're going to get flack for it. Exactly. You're not just writing the same thing everyone else writes. That no. is not just looked over like, oh, it's whatever. It yeah. hits people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it makes people think. And that's why you're getting flack. And maybe yeah. it'll cha- eventually change perspectives. Eventually, but it's going to be a long process. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a really, really long process, and I know it. But I do think that the stigma has softened somewhat over the years, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still have ways to go. Yeah, I mean, not enough, but it's getting there. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I still see a lot of you know, not-so-nice attitudes towards um, depression. I mean, you have better attitudes towards who have diabetes but then you don't always have the best attitudes towards these like well you should have taken care of yourself better instead yeah, of becoming everything. diabetic you know yeah so i mean either way it's just there's always someone who's going to be very judgmental and depression is not something you choose it happens you just have to do your best to work with it and you have to you know get yourself in a situation that's not making it worse yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for instance, I am not the type to be a caregiver. And I was in that situation for a long time, but I got out of it because I just, it, things were just going to yeah. get worse. And after that, I was able to handle my mental health, work on my mental health. If you're in a bad situation like that, then you're not going to get better. You're going to get worse no matter what you try. Right. You know, you know, being told, given, you've been being given self-care tips when you're in a situation like that isn't going to help you. You have to be out of that situation. Yeah. In order for you to utilize anything. For sure. And then when you're out of that situation, then you can take that time to care about yourself, but yeah. you're not going to until you're in a better until you really understand and you get yourself out, which it's not easy. No. Any situation, no. whatever it may be. 
and I also lost a lot of weight at that time when I was able to. I mean, I gained some of it back thanks to the pandemic, which, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to fix that again. But we are going to see an end to this, by the way. So we're going to get out of this next year. But anyway, that's uh, da, da, that's another topic altogether. So um, anyway, but the point is, is that, um, and that's, that's actually something else I want to talk about, too. A lot of people have gained weight because of this pandemic. Yeah. They want to bring comfort, you know, and people who, you know, and people who have mental health issues tend to stick to unhealthy coping mechanisms if they're just yeah. not, not feeling hopeful. Um, it doesn't matter if you have depression or anxiety. If you're not feeling hope, hopeful, then you're just not going to care and you're going to cling to things that aren't the best for you. So, you yeah. know, and, and that seems to be everyone's situation. And a lot of them are the ones who judge those who have depression and anxiety as it is. Yeah. So what does that say? They're struggling with mental health too. So they just don't want to think about it. They don't want, they don't want to think about it. Yeah. Like they have an issue. So they're just going to, cause they always say like when someone is bullying someone else or when someone is just mean to somebody else or doesn't, mm -hmm. comment, it's because they're not happy with themselves. Oh, for they're sure. Through. So if you are in a good place, you're not going to be tearing other people down. No, 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 absolutely not. No. I mean, you, you may, you may voice how you feel if they're, if you disagree with them and you may not, you know, say the kindest things because I've been known to do that, but it doesn't mean that you're, you're just angry about the ignorance, not, you know, right. I mean, um, I don't even want to get started with all the <laughs> COVID ridiculousness stuff I hear yeah. out there. Anyway, I won't even touch there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the fact of the matter is mental health, mental illness is not any different from physical illness. You just can't see it. And that's why it's judged. And that's why people are told to change their attitudes. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> They're told to change their attitudes. You know, and the thing is, if you're in a bad place and your chemicals are just so messed up in your brain and you're not you're not handling medication too well. You can't just switch that. You can't just switch that thinking. Exactly. Like if someone had the flu or if someone has cancer or whatever the physical mm -hmm. thing is, mm -hmm. you're not going to just tell them, oh, take a walk. It'll make you feel better. Like you're not well, going to yeah. tell them things like that. No, no, because that is, you know, you see it and you know it and you know, how, you know, people, people see the physical ways that those um, illnesses affect you, mm -hmm. but they think that, you know, uh, mental illness is just in your imagination. Mm -hmm. And if you just thought more positive, quote unquote, you would get out of it, right? No, it doesn't work that way. No. In fact, I think positive thinking can be very harmful in some ways. I think it yeah. depends on the... It depends have, on the situation. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I definitely have learned that I've become a, I would like to say, an optim... I'm trying to think how to say it. Um, like, I would say I'm... Cautiously optimistic. Yes, like I'm a realist, but like yeah. optimistic yeah. realist, or however I would yeah, say Yeah, yeah, I see what... If there's a reason... A if there's a reason to be hopeful then you can be. 
Hopeful realist. That's the wording I use. Yeah, hopeful realist. I mean, if there's a reason for it, like we know this pandemic will leave because we see the evidence that it will. But um, that's hopeful optimism, like, you know, a realistic optimism. Um, you know, six months ago, we weren't really go there, but now we're seeing that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you have to have a reason to be think positive. You can't just all of a sudden magically think positive and then oh, your problems sure. will go away. And that's what I have a problem with. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. uh, and these, um, and you know, these so-called light workers, you know, the, I call them, uh, you know, these loving lighters, you know, they're, um, they're the worst. They're just so narcissistic. You know, they, they put you down if you think realistically because you're being too negative you're being pessimistic and it's like well you gotta think positive you gotta think positive oh you know i can't stand them because they just say oh love and light love and light but and they don't even acknowledge there's any darkness but you have to have darkness and light i mean that's just one doesn't operate with, without the other so um yeah you know i don't like that community i really don't and there's <laughs> A lot of people like me that are into the spiritual stuff that feel the exact same way so that's good and they have a bad reputation as well so yes. they are horrible when it comes to judging those who have mental illness or even physical illness I've seen it all yeah yeah I've I agree I've seen everything like or people like I'm in pain everywhere but it's not seen like there's no physical like um, a test doesn't show anything's wrong People no, just, you're depressed. No. Mm -hmm. How can you not be depressed and in pain? It's a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. Is really mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. And I, I understand that for sure. Um, yeah, and, and that's the thing. People just don't see it. They think your attitude is bad. They think that um, you're just purposely not thinking positively. But how again, how can you think positively if everything around you is and you're in pain and you're you know just of course i can see certainly see how it can go hand in hand even though i don't deal with chronic pain i can see how it can go hand in hand for sure right. yeah for you're sure to the choir over here <laughs> i'm sorry i said you're preaching to the choir over here oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no definitely i mean i certainly see it so that that those attitudes need to stop yeah mm-hmm so what I'm really excited to like talk to you a little bit more based off mm -hmm. what we're talking about is how did you bring like astrology and tarot cards? Like I think that's mm. so cool and such a different way to look at it. Yeah. Okay. So the thing with astrology is if you know what the planets are doing and how they're influencing you, it helps you sort of make sense what's going on with the, with the world. Like for instance, the reason I believe and other astrologers believe too that we're dealing with a pandemic of this year is because you've got two malefic planets with Saturn and Pluto conjuncting together in Capricorn and um, you've had plagues happen. The last time it happened was um, in 1982 when the AIDS pandemic was raging um, and it also happened in the late 1500s, the same placement too where you had the plagues and you had the, you know, revolution, you, you know, civil unrest also happened at the same time. You had that happening too with the Protestant revolution and all that. So if you see that's the reason that things are so rough, then it kind of helps you understand that 
transit is a long one, but it won't last forever. And it will end up disappearing from January 30th to uh, February 6th. So you're going to see a decline after that, which is good. Um, and you had other uh, transits also happening as well that just intensified because, uh, you know, you got, you got big, um, expansive Jupiter in the middle of that too. So you had a few of those transits happening over the course of the year, which also worsened things. And that also is another, another, another time when you see these pandemics happen as well, when Jupiter and Pluto are together, um, which it was back in 2009 with the um, swine flu. So, <laughs> oh, you did, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't have the Saturn and Pluto thing. That's probably why it didn't last as long and it wasn't as intense, but it still was there. But you've got all this stuff happening. And you know, I'm, I'm pretty intuitive myself. And the weird thing is, is that last year at this time, I usually see what the year ahead is going to be like, right? I mean, I knew all the crazy energies were going to happen this year. So, like, oh boy, you know, it's like, what's going to happen? But I kept drawing blanks. I just didn't see anything. I had no idea, no idea what was going to happen. But I figured, well, I don't know. I should have added the two and two together, though. Like, knowing these crazy energies were going to happen. And at the same time, um, just not being able to pinpoint what, what the year was going to be like like that i should have put the two and two together and said oh yeah. that could be trouble you know um i didn't really think that way though yeah. so and then once this all hits like okay there it is you know <laughs> there it is so um but no i do not have that image for next year so that's a good thing but next year's not going to be easy either for the opposite reasons it's going to be very difficult to get back to quote-unquote normal which i believe we will <laughs> um after the summer so so uh, that's my sense. Um, I did a tarot reading on that as well. So um, I actually wrote it up and just submitted it to one of the publications I work for. So yeah, after next summer, we're going to see normalcy again. But I don't really want to call it normalcy because people are going to have a really, really, really hard time adjusting. Adjusting, for sure. Yeah. Probably it's going to be year after that, but it'll get start getting there. I'm Mm -hmm. So anyway, my point is, is that when you look at stuff like that with astrology, it kind of helps you put things in perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think that a lot of people rely on that for comfort who are into it, um, you know, especially if they are dealing with mental health issues or even if they're not struggling with mental illness per se, but they're having a hard time. So at least they make sense of why things are happening. And it's amazing how things really do correlate with the influence of the planet. So. So um, that, you know, that helps. And with, with tarot, it's sort of the same kind of thing, but you can make it a little more personal as well. Okay. okay, so what people can do is they can choose like a card of the day. They just pull a random tarot card each morning, like what I do. And um, you can get any tarot card, even if it's a quote unquote bad one. It's like, okay, what is this trying to tell me? What do I have to focus on? You know, um, Nobody wants to see the tower because that's the card that represents upheavals and destruction and shock and all that, right? Um, so I have to say, I still get nervous when I see the tower, which doesn't happen too often. It's like, okay, what, what is this trying to tell me? Oh, and then I end up getting like an unexpected revelation at times, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. So it makes you a little more self-reflective so you understand 
yourself better. And it's a whole healing process. It really is. But I do think it's something that people should get into in order to get into a good habit of. And it's also good. It's also good because you get into a routine and routines are helpful. Yes, very much so. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and if you get, say, a good card like the Nine of Cups or the Sun or the Star, it's like, well, what are you thankful for? What are you hoping for, etc.? What do you wish for? So you kind of ex- explore everything. You know, you pull a card like the Devil. What are you obsessed with? What do you have unhealthy addictions? What do you want to do about it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how a tarot can help you. Um, and also, you can do your own readings and gain insight from that too. So really, it's, it really depends on what you want to do with it. There's no rules. There's no right and wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, so, yeah, I think that could be really helpful for people, like to mm-hmm. learn that. And because you're kind of, it's, you're finally like helping yourself in a yeah. in a good and healthy way because you're mm-hmm. looking in and seeing what can you do or what are you thankful for like mm-hmm. depending and I think that's a good way to like look at it instead of saying oh be positive exactly bingo <laughs> yes exactly yeah and that's great acknowledge what people are going through you have to acknowledge them because if you don't they're going to feel invalidated and they're just going to resent you more Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, But if they're in a really bad space and they just can't think of anything to be thankful for, then they seriously need help. Yeah. Because I've been there. I get that. They need, they need intervention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I I agree for, for sure. I agree because there's always something to be thankful for, even if it's something so small. Absolutely. But, But it gets harder and harder to maybe pinpoint it when you're going through like such a rough patch Mm -hmm. it can be very hard to like determine for sure absolutely thinking of that you're thinking of the dark cloud over you yeah and i mean we're not going to talk about people who are grieving like who just had something devastating happening to them we're just going to leave them out of the equation we're talking about those that are struggling with mental health issues that you know, um, you know, need, need the uh, help with their mental illness. Yeah. That's, um, you know, I'm not talking about people that are like grieving over losses of, you know, of those who they loved or whatever, like that's, that might be only a certain amount of time. Then eventually mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily always turn into depression. That's where mm-hmm. I think that's where you ha- like, we're not like us because we're, at, we're talking about it in a healthy way, but that's where some people have to just be very careful like not to say that they are depressed if they're just grieving in the beginning grieving. You it kinda eventually right. comes right. it can sure from somebody like an like a professional I talked about this like in a mental health group and it thinking about it, it's true. Mm-hmm. You have that grieving, but eventually mm-hmm. if it becomes months and nothing yeah. getting any easier, then it does become depression. And then you do have to think of other things or to see Yeah. No, for can. sure. No, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I see what you're saying for sure. Yeah. I get that totally. So, I mean, those are the things that um, I find that are helpful for those that, you know, are struggling with mental illness, but want to, you know, uh, help, help themselves heal. And I'm, I am not healed. I mean, I still have a lot of baggage to go through. I'm going to be frank. 
yeah. but I'm just trying to figure it all out and I'm just trying to cope. You know, when you have a lot of trauma and other stuff that you're dealing with, it's, it's going to be lifelong and this could be something I could carry to my grave. I don't know, but I'm trying to just get, get by and make the best of things. Right. Yes. And I see like, and I don't know if anyone's ever fully healed. I think you no. go through stages of maybe you got some help and you're, you have clarity and maybe you're doing yep. better and you're doing mm-hmm. great, but there's always going to be that one day or the, or a month that something or a new situation happens. I don't think anybody's ever cleared and no, because it's always something. No, I was better. I was in better spirits last year than I was this year because of obvious reasons. And I, I mean, everybody's in the same boat anyway, or, you know, as far as that goes. Um, but yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this has been an amazing talk and I love hearing, cause I never thought about astrology and tarot cards in that way, but honestly, mm. it's one of the best ways to use it. Yeah, it I absolutely agree. Though. And that's why clients come to me too, you know, they want to know what to expect and how to deal with the energies coming up and all that. I mean, it's not meant to predict. I mean, you can predict things, but you also have free will, right? You can predict predict certain outcomes based on the energy you're going to be facing. So that's what astrology is good for. And tarot cards just give you insight of what to expect on a certain action you're taking or a certain situation. But there's always free will to change that. Exactly. And that's yeah. what it's like. It's like nothing set in stone, no. but it helps to see things in a better person, in a clear, in a clear mind and a clear yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Cause you can guide. always change your path. If you, you know, if you're on something, but you don't get a good outcome. Okay. Well, what kind of changes can you make now? So you get a better run. So that's what tarot is good for as well. And I think that's, what's so cool about life. Like people in general might think, like we might think, Oh, I should be, at this stage in my life, just because of where I'm headed or, but that doesn't always happen. No. We're always able to move and we're always able to f- change as time goes on. Right. Sometimes right. things do happen for a reason, even if we don't like to always yeah, react, I think so. it just kind of depends. It depends. There's, I think it's a mix. I do think there's a mix. So yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's just, I would not say that to someone again, who's grieving. Right. No. So no, no. no. Yeah, Definitely because not. it's meant to happen that this person passed away. Like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. You only tell them that if they approach you about it and ask you, right. then that's different, right? So I could never imagine someone saying that. That would just be like... It has ha- not... I'm well, sure it's, it's happened. Happen. It's happened. It's happened. And it's it's just asinine, but, you know. Some people yeah. are, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, um... Anyway, I do thank you for um, having me. Yeah. Can you let us know like where we, you can be found, like your website, your blog, anything you want? Yeah, to- sure. So it's miriamreadstarot.com, um, miriamreadstarot.com, or you can even go on my main website where I can be pretty expressive, miriamslosberg.com, M-I-R-I-A-M-S-L-O-Z, as in zebra, B as in Bob, E-R-G, as in Gabriel, and um, again, Miriam Reads Tarot, M-I-R-I-A-M, readstarot.com. So that's well, how you, so you reach. And yeah, my all, pleasure. And all your links will be in the description once the show comes out. So people can awesome. right on. Um, this was another episode of With Love Alexa. 
thank you guys so much for tuning in. And thank you, Miriam. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And if you guys are looking for some fun clothing, check out alexarandolph.com for some awesome Forever Strong merchandise. And this was another episode. Bye, guys.